Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Bex. And I'm Laura. And we're here to talk openly and honestly about miscarriage, stillbirth, and all pregnancy loss. We aim to smash the taboo surrounding these subjects and rebuild the topic in a way to support and educate women rather than isolate and shame them. Welcome to the worst girl gang ever. Okay, we're recording. We are recording the greatest album in the world. So... Series so, two. hi everyone. Welcome to series two. Say it again. What? Because I, I was talking, and then you, and then you said that, and it. So, as, as you can already tell, we haven't got any more professional over our <laughs> six-week gap. Hi everyone, and welcome to series two of the worst girl gang ever. Welcome, welcome back. I really want to see. It. Do you remember Blind Date, the program? Yeah, still. You know, at the beginning. Saying now, here is your host, Miss Scylla Black. We should do that for us every week. Yeah. We need to get a voiceover to do it for us. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. So we're back. What have we yes, done? Who's in... back. Oh, back hello. Again. <laughs> the funniest thing is this is actually the second time we've recorded this podcast because old numbnuts over here didn't have a microphone on, did she? No. <laughs> What a twat. <laughs> what a twat. And in the first one, we didn't have any singing until the end. And then I lined true. you up for a bit of final countdown, didn't I? Yeah, but this one wasn't planned. That was, you know, Shady's back was... Uh... Yeah, that was a real off the cuff. Mm. Anyway, now that that's out the way, let's chat. Let's get down to business. So, lockdown. Lockdown part de. Part de. What a shitter. Yeah. Yeah, and this whole tier system. I love that meme that you sent me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the one from the Lion King. Yeah, so it was it's Mufasa and Simba looking over like the Serengeti, and Mufasa says to Simba, "What does he say?" He says, "You must not go there. That's Kent, and that's tier three. <laughs> <laughs> I also yeah. saw, saw another one saying, "I knew this year would end in tears." <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom. <laughs> yeah that's my kind of humor terrible mm. um yeah so it is a, it's a real shame to this second lockdown I don't understand I'm in tier two you're in tier three I know that but I don't really understand the difference I think it's to do with pubs mostly um Are your hairdressers uh, opening yeah oh good I know right <laughs> <Put> these roots. 
They're pretty bad. I'm thinking if I can just grow it out, then I could just be grey, like without the blonde bits. It's just grey. Just embrace the grey. Mm. It's quite the fashion these days. Exactly. And I've always been high fashion. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. Well, what else has been going on? Other than lockdown, good old Meghan Markle yeah. has been um, talking out about her experiences. Yes, she has. And what do you think, what do you think about that? What's your... I thought the article was, was beautiful. Yeah, really well written. And I'm a bit angry with all the people piping up again like they did with Chrissy Teigen because I think they should just keep their opinions to themselves and do one, really. She spoke out so eloquently. Bravely. And yeah, she really did. And, and it, wasn't, it wasn't after sympathy. It was basically just saying this happened to me it was really shit and it's happening to loads of other people so let's talk about it which is you know all that we stand for isn't it yeah absolutely and I think actually to be fair even if she was asking for sympathy or if, even if the end goal was sympathy to to any degree why what's the problem with that when you go through that you need sympathy yeah. and also you know she really put her cock on the block with in terms of she they're so unpopular with so many people and she knew this is a controversial, controversial subject, you know, whoever you are, and you're going to get yeah. the haters, but for them as well. I don't get why it's controversial, though. I just think that's... No, well, that's what we're that trying to change, isn't it? Mm. It's con- but, but for them to do that, or for her to do that, I think is so brave, knowing everything that she would then go on to face at such a, a hard time in her life. Yeah. So, yeah, I applaud her. Go, Megan. One of my mum sent me a text yesterday from one of her friends um, <laughs> saying, <laughs> Why don't you get Laura to send her book to Meghan Markle? <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's really sweet. But, like, yeah, yeah can, okay, can you ask her for her address? Or? <laughs> yeah. You probably saw on our Facebook page, my granny said, um, uh, Do the powers that be know about you guys? They need, they need to know. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they do. One of my, um, another one of our friends, messaged on the day that Megan did her article. She wrote an email to this morning, telling them about us and the book and stuff. And they got an email back saying that they can't, um, they can't endorse a book or anything like that because if they did it for one person, they'd have to do it for others. But I thought that was really nice that this morning responded. Yeah, we should. I just really feel like we should get on with that kind of PR stuff and contact local radio stations and local news broadcasts. Yeah. If you're listening and you're in PR, give us a shout, would you? Because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we haven't got a clue. Have we, we haven't got a Scooby. Yeah, so. Give I us a know. text. No, give us an email. Or write into the studio at P.O. Box. yeah give us an email at info at the worst girl gang ever.co.uk if you know anything about pr if you work in pr if you'd be willing to give us some free help yeah that would be really good because you know people people everywhere should be able to hear our bants they shouldn't just be for the podcast alone no the world is missing out yeah a hundred percent right anyway (laughs) this episode feels a bit slow you will cut most of the drivel won't you yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Of course. Okay. So, Laura, we've been off for six weeks now. Six weeks. I know. It feels it's gone like so longer, quick. doesn't it? It does feel like longer. It's, oh, 
No, I think it feels like not that long. Six weeks is a long old time. Baby loss awareness week seems like a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh no, that's what you said. Okay, yeah, I agree. (laughs) Top quality content. (laughs) Baby loss awareness week nearly killed us, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then we need we needed that time off. Yeah, it was almost almost divorces and yeah, yeah, so much fun. But not divorces, no divorces. So don't worry about that, guys. Um, and yeah, you've, so you've got medical updates for us. So tell us what has been going on with Magic Mike. Yeah, so I saw the specialist a couple of weeks ago and had some more testing done since the two losses in the summer. And the immunology stuff that was going on before is still going on. So I still have the same antibodies, but I also have raised natural killer cells now. So they've changed my treatment plan and I should be starting that next cycle. That's really good. So have you, last Mm. time I spoke to you, you suddenly went, oh, I haven't phoned the GP to get the blood. I got them, got my blood results. They were just testing my liver and kidney function because the drug that I'm going to be taking has some nasty side effects. It's called hydroxychloroquine. So yeah, they just have to check that you're nice and healthy before Mm. they give it to you. And I am. It's official. I'm nice and healthy. And so I've emailed those blood results over to Magic Mike and I'm just waiting to get the prescriptions. Um, And did you ask Magic Mike whether he got your book, whether he'd read it? No, I didn't because I I didn't see him. I saw his registrar. Um, Do you think he's avoiding you because you call him Magic Mike in the book? It's possible. It's possible. (laughs) Cringe. (laughs) Oh dear. Well, that's really exciting. Mm, yeah it does make me feel a bit more positive because it was a bit crap thinking that we've got this sussed and that next time it would be easy and simple and it's not been so to now now be on a different treatment is um yeah it's quite reassuring and you had so in the summer you had a chemical pregnancy didn't you and then a pregnancy of unknown location it was an ectopic wasn't it yeah it started off as unknown. And then they oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the right tube. Mm. Yeah, but and you, but you didn't have to have surgery, did you? No, they. It, it was uh, what do they say? Self-resolving or something like that. And do you think it, you had that ectopic because of your immunisation problems? Immun- no, no, no. So, do you think that was just scarring or? No, that's just that is just shit luck. I think ectopics. I heard that it was more like you were more likely to have an ectopic if you've had like previous DNCs, previous ectopics, previous sort of surgery, that sort of thing, because of the scar tissue. Yeah, so ectopics doesn't doesn't mean it's in the tube; it just means it's not in the uterus. So it can implant in like a cesarean scar, for example. But my right tube's never been operated on, so I don't see why it would have implanted there. There shouldn't be any scar tissue. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that wouldn't have been. Uh, there's nothing to say that that if it had made its way to the uterus, that it wouldn't have failed anyway, mm. um, especially if I wasn't on the right, the right drugs. But no, I don't think it, would, it wasn't an ectopic because of that. Okay. And then the other thing that's been happening with me is that I published my book. Yay! So that was the 30th mm. of October. So just a couple of weeks after we last uh, released a podcast. Yes. And how's that been going? Yeah. Um, well, I think. I, I mean, I don't know numbers how many I've sold or anything like that but I'm not really worried about that the feedback from people has been wonderful 
Mm. Um, and that's that's what's important to me. It's quite sad, really, that so many people relate to it because, of course, you'd you don't want anyone to have to relate to all the shit that you go through. You'd rather it, you know, was it didn't happen to anyone else ever again. But mm. sadly, it does, and it's just so nice to hear that it resonates with so many people and can provide them with that sort of companionship that that I never had and I always said that I wrote the book that I would have wanted when I was going through it because I was sort of I didn't want like a positive self-help book or um, something to tell me what vitamins to take to improve my egg quality because I could do all that research myself what I really wanted was someone who who got it and had the same feelings that I had so I didn't feel like I was so isolated and alone and thankfully that's what my book seems to be providing people with so I'm super happy with the feedback yeah, the reviews brilliant. on Amazon are just lovely where are you in the book chart yeah well, I don't really know because um I've not been put into as many categories as I would have like so I think at the moment I'm in the motherhood category and psychology or no psychiatry oh and and it is nothing to do with psychiatry um however it is to do with things like infertility and conception and pregnancy which are all the topics that it's not the categories it's not been put into oh that's weird the one that I've got highest in is motherhood new releases and I got to sort of like number 11 or something like that I mean that's what we're campaigning for isn't it Christmas number one. Oh yeah press that buy button on Amazon three two <laughs> one there you go do you remember that time though that they got um rage against machine to Christmas number one yeah we'll do that we could do that yeah because oh. you were saying it only needs to be number one for five seconds. Five not minutes. even that, like one second. And then you can say it's a number one bestseller. Yes. Amazon Let's bestseller. We'll do it. Exciting times. Mm. And what about you? Tell us what you have been up to in the last six well, weeks or so. Anything I, exciting? Well, yes, very exciting. I um, am actually pregnant. She's up the daft. so it has been it's been really it's been a real roller coaster and actually I found out just before we stopped recording so I found baby loss awareness week really hard because we were Mm -hmm. recording about miscarriage and and losing and I just and it was in the first you know it must have been week I don't know I'd literally just found out I found out on October the 2nd Mm -hmm. that I was pregnant and obviously told you on October the 2nd. October the 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think Baby Loss Awareness Week was a week later. So I was really, really early stages and just terrified of, of yeah. everything. You know, really terrified. And I think the the fact that last one was a missed miscarriage just adds a new kind of dimension to the terror because it's not yeah. like I was going to the toilet and checking for blood every time that I went to the loo. But on top of that, I was then going, well, it doesn't even matter because you don't even know. It doesn't matter yeah. if there's blood or not. It doesn't matter that I have had no pain. That doesn't mean anything. Um, but I had an early scan at eight weeks um, and then another one at 10 weeks. And I found them really reassuring and actually a lot more um, affordable than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. 
90 pounds because I thought they were going to be about sort of 250 300 pounds which we what made can, you think they were oh, going to be that much I don't know just something in my head like pri- you know private medical stuff is always just astronomical isn't it that's yeah, that's the so. idea I've always had um and then I think it was you that said just book a private scan so I looked into it and found out it wasn't that expensive and that was really because I had one at eight weeks one at 10 weeks and then I had my NHS one at 12 weeks yeah which, which was yesterday so it really um got me through the last kind of six four weeks six weeks I really think that scans can um can extra scans really can help they definitely helped me and as you know I had like 14 with mm. Bertie yeah and um it kept me sane it's a different experience isn't it it's not got the same excitement it's not got the same it's tainted but it yeah. does make it extra special when it yeah. does work out yeah and the the, the scans themselves like I found particularly yesterday's, even though I'd had the two reassuring scans beforehand, as soon as I got into the hospital, just being in that environment and being in the in the waiting area with all the other pregnant mums and seeing people come out with their pictures and their smiles and their all that stuff. I and I had my mask on and I was trying not to cry while we were waiting and I was breathing mm. the whole like mask and everything just felt so close and I thought I was gonna have a panic attack because <laughs> it just felt too much yeah I found that I found that really really hard but ultimately you know it was great it was was good news and everything looks fine and everything looks good so it's really positive and you were able to have Rob with you for all the scans yes so the two private ones he was in there no question Uh, and then I got a letter through when I got my date from Haywards Heath Hospital Princess Royal they said they included a little thing saying that they're now allowing partners in um, and it was a different last time I went to, when everything went was awful, I went to Pembury and they're still not allowing partners in there. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was really pleased. It was a real big relief to have him with me and nice for him as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been great. Like there's been so many, so I, I put it on my Facebook page yesterday because I felt that I wanted, there's so many people been along this journey with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many people so supportive of everything that you and I have done for the community that I kind of wanted I felt like it was really good news for a lot of people rather yeah. than just us um, but then I had this real anxiety of people being able to see it who might be upset by it and you know I think that, you did it in a very nice way thanks someone else doesn't know <laughs> no I did get I did get a message afterwards but there we go. It just, I'm the sort of person, I hate the idea of upsetting people. I absolutely hate it. But it's, I, it was just such happy news for us after such a shit year. You know, we didn't, yeah. we didn't just lose a baby. We had to cancel our wedding. Rob's family were all coming over from Canada. None of them came. You know, it's been a real, it's been a rocky one for you us. You don't have to justify it. Everyone no. is entitled to, to announce it. Just because you know that it can be triggering for other people now that you are part of this world, this community, that doesn't mean that you can't be happy when it happens for you. You wouldn't expect anyone else to not, yes, it can be triggering and it can upset you, but you wouldn't expect anyone else to not celebrate when it happens for them. Mm. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. And also, we've recorded a few podcasts and I haven't told the guests um, 
And it, to be honest with you, it wasn't so much me. It was Rob wanted to keep it quite under wraps and I didn't feel like it was fair on him to mm-hmm. tell people. But I had the guilt thing talking to them because you know how it is when you talk to someone and then you work out, you go and then you find out they're pregnant and then you work out that you've been talking to them about all these things and they've been pregnant yeah. and you just feel like such a dick. And yeah. I don't, I would hate the, the thought of making someone feel like a dick just fills me with like, Oh, I just would hate yeah. to do that to someone, you know? So yeah, it's a tricky one, but I did send a few texts yesterday to people that I'm really close to that I know are struggling just to give them a heads up. So I'm, I'm really hope that I did everything you know, I did it. I feel, I feel like I did everything that I would want someone to do for me. Isn't it crap that you, that you now have to consider this or now you feel like you should consider this? Like mm. that whole, I don't know. I just feel like it's so, it's so tainted. And, and I hate that. I really, I really resent miscarriage for taking this away from me, from, from yeah. being able to just be ignorantly happy like most people. I, yeah. I just, I don't think I'll ever get over what it's ruined for me it's ruined and I think when you it's exactly that like not only that but it ruins your happiness for other people as well doesn't it with the mm-hmm. ugly feelings miscarriage rips away your feelings of of delight and joy for others and replaces yeah. them with stuff that just makes you feel guilty and shit but also I just want everyone to know that just because just because this I'm so aware that things can still go wrong but just because I am pregnant. It doesn't mean that I didn't lose a baby. It doesn't mean that that miscarriage doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't mean that I can walk away from what we're doing because I have absolutely no intention of that because just because this isn't necessarily a problem for me anymore, it doesn't mean that it's not a problem for one in four, you know, 25% mm-hmm. of pregnancies. And yeah, I don't want anyone to sort of assume that, oh, right, she'll she'll back away from this now like yeah some of the stuff that we've talked about has been incredibly hard yeah last few weeks with with the anxiety that I've had but it's so important that it's it's more important to me than than that yeah so don't worry I'm in it for the long haul oh shit yeah stuck with her (laughs) I know that you'd already written a little uh job advert (laughs) podcast presenter i'm actually holding interviews tomorrow so, oh yeah well <laughs> okay let me know how that goes <laughs> now i'm here i to don't stay think i can find anyone with enough airy fairy shit as you no you won't be able to you won't <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's what i've been doing mostly panicking uh overthinking has been mm-hmm. a standard. lot of boob squeezing, obviously. Do they still hurt? Yeah. Oh, yes. No, they're agony. That's, that's good. <laughs> do um, they still hurt? Yeah, they do. But they've oh, also... It like, should die down soon, though, shouldn't it? They tripled in size. I've only got, like, naturally, I only have little... Oh, so now they're... they're fried now eggs. They're up. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ow. Oh, ow. That's a stinger. <laughs> No, they but they, they they're bigger. But then you know, I haven't really been careful with what I eat over lockdown. <laughs> mm. None of us have, mate. Ice buns. We have been very busy because we've been we we only actually had one week off completely, didn't we? And then mm-hmm. another week off where we just did posts. I say we, you, 
Um, and then we got straight back to recording. Yeah. In fact, we even recorded the first episode before we finished recording the Baby Loss Awareness Week. Well, we did, didn't we, Rachel? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got The lots... acupuncturist. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's next, so week. next week. So, yeah, we have got, we've recorded lots and we've got lots in the pipeline. We're recording now. We're booking to the end of January, aren't we? Booking yeah, beginning recording. of Feb. Yeah. Mm. So we've got lots in store for you. Um, and as always, if you would like us to cover anything, then give us a shout. Yeah. Cover anything on the podcast or in our um, weekly, because we're doing sort of topics for the week with our posts on Instagram. So if mm. there's anything there that you'd like to know more about, then um, yeah, right into the studio. <laughs> yeah, right in on a postcard to the studio. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Is that about anything it? Anything else? No, I think we're done. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to go and have some lunch now. Yeah, me too. Um, what you got? Oh, I don't know yet. Mm. I just got back from the supermarket, so I think I've got a chicken tikka slice. Oh, nice. I had a sausage roll for breakfast. Lovely. Yeah, it was so good from the local bakery. Still warm. We're getting Domino's for tea. Are you? Mm. Oh, jelly belly. Because they're now doing chocolate orange cookies. Ah. Oh. And I love anything chocolate orange. What's your favourite pizza topping? Uh, I like Texas barbecue. Do you? Scoop has a meteor. I'm more of a uh, veggie supreme person. Oh, you would be. Oh, fuck it. Very Save the world. <laughs> it's not save the world. I just, just prefer it. Or Hawaiian. <laughs> Hawaiian without the ham. Yeah, without the palm. I'm sorry. I mean, the ham. That's where... Hawaiian without the ham. Yeah. So I have the veggie supreme with added pineapple and extra mushrooms or Hawaiian. Sorry, guys, we're ending this episode there. I can't, I can't go on any further. <laughs> okay. Are you fucking I... joking? No. Pineapple pizza? Yeah, mate. Oh, my goodness. Soz? Right, see ya. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> enjoy your pizza. Thank you. I can't even look at you. <laughs> I wish I'd never said anything. Yeah, you, sh- you shouldn't have. That's it. It's ruined. Okay, that, that's fine. I- I'll take that. It's fine. You go and eat your animals and I'll... I'm not a vegetarian. It's just the pizza I like. That's it. even worse. If you were a vegetarian, then at least there would be a reason for taking the ham off the fucking Hawaiian pizza. Okay, let's, let's end it there. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And please, please, when you have a second, rate us, review us and share us. And let's get this taboo smashed. See you next week. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.